As I was preparing for the first Sunday of Advent and was looking at the lectionary readings, one of them is from Isaiah. Now we often hear a lot from Isaiah when it comes to Advent. He's one of the prophets, he's one of the ones that gets quoted a lot in all sorts of services. But the reading set for yesterday was one that was maybe quite different in tone from what might be what you might be expecting. It's from Isaiah sixty four, verses one to nine. Oh that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and causes the water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, so that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry and we sinned. Because you hid yourself, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, and do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. Not the reading maybe we were, would be expecting from Isaiah for Advent. Maybe it helps to know some of the background. Isaiah is addressing the exiles who had returned from Babylon. Now bear in mind, this isn't the ones who were carried off. This is their descendants. But when they've got back to Jerusalem, when they've got back finally to the land that their ancestors have told them of, what were they expecting? Maybe they were expecting a triumphant return. They're going to go back at last, and they will be welcomed. All will be theirs again, and God will be worshipped in his temple once more. And then reality hit. Because the place they returned to was not a shining city, with people waiting at the gates, rejoicing at their return. They returned in the midst of a drought. The city was still shattered, its wall destroyed. And the people who were living there were not necessarily pleased to see them. There were all sorts of disagreements about whether they should be seeking to be an independent nation or just a province of Persia with some freedom to practice their own religion. 
it wasn't what they expected. It wasn't how they thought it would or should be. When they were disorientated, unsure and uncertain. Can you blame them? Everything that they were expecting had gone. And it struck me as I was preaching this, actually, that this is very much the situation that we might be in at the minute. Who would have known 12 months ago that we'd be talking of bubbles and self-isolation, that the government's chief medical officer would be encouraging people not to hug their relatives at Christmas? And yet, and yet, the Lord is our Father, and he shapes us. We are the work of his hand. There is still hope. But let's not imagine that everything will go back to the way it was before. Maybe that's partly where the exiles went wrong. They thought they would return back and everything would be wonderful. Everything would go back to normal. I'm not sure I know what normal is anymore. I'm not sure what things will look like once the vaccine is in wide circulation. But one thing I think we can be sure of, it will be different. But then again, something will be the same. The Lord will still be our Father, and we are all the work of his hand.